hey hope everything is going well with you guys today and hope you guys are having a good day today uh welcome to episode five of the chris moss podcast i am your host chris moss and um today we're going to talk about growing in grief death loss uh, and all of that um but before i get into that i have two uh voice messages i want to play real quick for you guys this first voice message is by is from doctors or drug dealers and i'm going to play that real quick for you i just wanted to say that your pot you did a good job on your podcast awesome it was very interesting and i i like that you were introducing yourself and talking about why you're even doing this and all of that so Great job. This is Tasia with Doctors Are Drug Dealers podcast. Thank you to Tasia and Doctors Are Drug Dealers for the support. And if you haven't already, go check out their podcast where they talk about the ins and outs of a plant-based lifestyle. And this next voice message is from Susan Hendricks. Hi, Chris. This is Susan from My Story Living with Lupus. Thank you for the follow on Instagram. And also, I wish you much success in your educational endeavors. You will receive your master's. And hopefully, you'll think about getting your PhD. Thanks a lot, and I will be tuning in. Thank you, Susan, for that lovely uh, voice message and shout out to you and your podcast. And once again, guys, if you haven't already, go check out Susan's podcast. She's a lupus survivor and her story is incredible. Definitely go check her out. And, you know, once again, thank you, Susan. And thank you, Tasia from Doctors of Drug Dealers um, for that support for those video messages. Really love those. And remember, guys. Any voice, uh, yeah, voice messages, any uh, emails, I'll play them on the up here on the podcast and I'll read the emails here on the podcast as well. Um, so don't be afraid to send those in. If you want to give a shout out, you have a topic you want me to cover, you need advice on anything or you just want to know my opinion. I mean, literally anything, just send those in. Um, and once again, thank you guys for sending in those lovely voice messages. And now... Let's get into episode five, Growing in Grief. Today, we're going to talk about growing in grief. And what I mean by that is why you're in the midst of dealing with grief or dealing with the loss of death. And, you know, you're trying to make sense of the craziness that comes with that. Um, You're growing at the same time while you're in the middle of, you know, that. And growing, and I mean growing like emotionally, mentally, um, as a person. And I know it sounds crazy because those are two complete opposites. Like, how can you grow in the middle of you know, like the worst or one of the worst times in your life, you know, while you're going through, like you can't think straight and they're polar opposites. Growing and grief, it's like, or at least going through grief, it's complete opposites. So how how can you grow within grief? And I'm going to use myself as an example. Um, Typically, I record my episodes days in advance but this episode I've been lagging on like I just I don't know like today is Monday and it's I normally record these episodes like days in advance to upload them Monday night around midnight or Tuesday morning but this episode yeah I was lagging and just kind of took my time took my time with it because I just 
last year, September, September 2018, you know, I lost my mother and it's like, I'm still dealing with that, you know, and it's still, even though months have passed, it's still fresh to me, you know, and technically she was my grandmother, but she raised me. So to me, that's my, you know, that's my mama. You know, I call her mama and yeah, last year I lost her. She passed away and, you know, it's still hard. Like, and even if, and two years from now, it's still going to be hard. Five years from now, it's still going to be hard because the reality is, and with any death, the reality is that there's nowhere on earth you can go to contact or reach that person and that's like that's crazy to think about it's hard to think about but unfortunately you know with death that is the case and it's something that you're trying to make sense of you can't pick up the phone and call that person you can't email that person there is literally nowhere on the planet where you can talk to this person anymore and you know it's tough um you know i just i'm still dealing with it and for anybody who's ever i mean everybody's lost somebody so that's not even a if for everybody that's lost anybody um you just find a new way to live like that's what i've learned and this crazy madness of mine is, you know, through losing my mother is that you just find a new way to live. Um, yeah, that's why I've been lagging on this episode, like on recording, because I just, because like, I don't know, I just find some days are better to handle than others. Like some days I'll get flashbacks of when I was younger, you know, having a family around, having her around. And, you know, I just get in this mood that's not depression, but it's, you know, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to describe. It's like you just get sad, you know, and it kind of it doesn't ruin my day because, you know, the fact that she lived and she raised me and, you know, she was around. I'm happy about that. But once again, you know, she's gone. So. You know, shout out to everybody, you know, who's lost somebody close to them um, and still trying to, you know, figure, find their way through the madness and the, make sense of it pretty much. Um, yeah, like me, I just take it one day at a time and that's all I can really tell anybody else is just take it one day at a time, you know. Um, I don't think it gets easier. I just think you just find a new way to live. Like when people were, you know, the people give you the typical speech of, you know, oh, if you need anything, I'm here. I'm sorry about your loss. It's almost like a script. You know, everybody says the same thing. But honestly, how many people actually mean it? You know, I feel like people just say that because they know you're not going to want anything for real. Uh huh. So, I mean, but there, I, I'm pretty sure there is people out there who actually mean it when they say, hey, if you need anything, if you need anybody to talk to, I'm here. Um, shout out to those people, too, because then, they're, you know, they're not just saying it just to be nice or be courteous, but they're act, they actually mean it. And yeah, I just. uh when everybody was like, man, you know, how are you and stuff like that? Cause when, well, I'll get to that in a minute, but my response was like, dude, and typically it was people who still have their mom around. So it's like, they don't fully get it yet. And you know, it's sad and depressing and a little dark to say yet, but honestly, we're all going to lose somebody at some point. And then somebody close to us is going to lose us one day. And, you know, that's hard to come to terms with, but that's life. Um, Yeah, but 
I've described it to people before. It's like, one, you know, when she passed, a part of me literally died. Like, that's not an exaggeration. That's not a metaphor. Like, that's real. Like, a part of me died that I'm never getting back. And it's like, I've come to terms with that. And it's like, I'm okay with that. And it's like, you just got to find a new way to live. You know, it's like, it's like a wound that never heals, you know, a scar that never heals when you lose somebody that's close to you, whether it's a mother, father, sister, brother, best friend. Hey, even a pet, you know, a dog, cat, whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you're trying to make sense of it. It's hard. You know, you have people going around saying the typical stuff and, you know, you just, and it's crazy because even as I'm recording this podcast, like I can't really put it into words. Um, like I'm still trying to make sense of it, but you know, it's a part of life and that's part of what I mean by growing in grief is that you learn to find a new way to live. And that's a part of growing, growing, meaning you're learning something new. Now, what you're learning under the circumstances is bad, but what you're learning, the actual thing that you're learning to do, I mean, you're growing, that's, you know, you're evolving in some way. And um, to everybody that, you know, lost a mother or best friend or it's like my heart goes out to you. Like, I, I completely get it. I honestly do. I've, I've even lost friends in high school to suicide and, you know, cancer pretty much. And it sucks. And the thing I told somebody one day about death and you know as life goes on it's like no matter who it is what it is however it happened however old you get like it doesn't get easier every time you hear the news of somebody you know passing away it gets harder as time goes on not easier you know and it's just I don't know like that's A part of me finds that to be weird because with anything else, your body learns to adapt. And over time, you know, it gets easier. It's like working out, you know, the first few times you do it, your body is sore and it's in pain and it hurts. But the more you do it, um, your body adapts and it. It gets used to it. And just builds around that and gets stronger. But with death, it's the complete opposite. You know, every time it happens, the harder it gets. And that's not something you get used to. And honestly, you shouldn't get used to it. But, um, yeah, I just feel, I don't know. Like, I feel like for anybody that's recently lost a mother or because of a disease like cancer or anything like that, they're about to lose a mother. I mean, the only thing I can say is that she or a parent, I want to, I don't want to just say a mother, anybody that's close to you, if you, if you know you're about to lose them or you feel like you're about to lose them or you recently lost somebody. Um, I mean, honestly, Keep your head up and allow yourself to go through the motions. Whatever you're feeling, feel it, process it, scream, cry, hell, throw things if you need to. But whatever you do, you need to get that emotion out. And um, I know society says otherwise or portrays otherwise. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. But. 
process your emotions, go through it. It's happening or it has happened. It's real. You just got to do your best and uh, find a new way to live. I know I, I know I've said that multiple times, but you just have to like there's no there really there's no other choice because that person's not around anymore and yeah it's hard like it doesn't make sense like it's just the reality of the matter is that be happy that they lived the fact that they even existed is the greatest thing ever and you know man it is hard and i and i'm gonna touch up on an, I'm gonna say this for the for the society uh, segment, but there's another reason I believe that people don't really know how to grieve. But once again, that's tied into the whole society's uh, views on death and grief. Um, but man, just hang in there. Like there's no real solution to getting over grief or you know moving on i mean really the whole concept of moving on i mean you move on in your own way at your own pace but you don't truly move on that's the reality of it that person's always going to be in your mind and they're always it's always going to sneak up on you when um as time goes on but yeah, for me, I found out my mother passed away um, a couple hours before the first day of school. I'm in college, so not high school, but it's the beginning of fall quarter. It's the first day of classes. And um, for everybody that's in college, you know how that works. You can't miss the first day of class. Otherwise, you could get dropped. Um yeah, I found out maybe two. Okay, really, it was like 4 a.m. Because I live in California. My The rest of my family lives in Texas. So I'm the only one in California. Um, yeah, it was like four or five in the morning. Maybe like three, between three and five in the morning that my family was uh, blowing up my phone. And typically when I go to bed, my phone is always on silent no matter where I go. Um, I don't, but because I had school in the, in the morning, I had my phone not on silent. So, you know, I had the volume turned all the way up, you know, so I could hear my alarm when it goes off. And um, basically the, my phone goes off, you know, I decline it cause I'm sleeping and I get another phone call and then another and then and my phone keeps lighting up and um basically at that point anytime your family blows up your phone and it's the middle of the night like automatically you know that that nothing's good about that you know that something's wrong um so yeah i kept declining because honestly i knew like I honestly, in my gut, I knew, but I didn't know who exactly, who exactly it was. I just knew somebody passed. And man, I, I was trying to decide whether or not to tell this part of the story, but you know, screw it. It's my podcast, whatever. I'm going to tell it. Like I, I believe in a supernatural, I believe spiritual, like spirits and all that stuff. I believe all that stuff. So I had a dream that, you know, one of my grandparents passed away. I had a dream that my grandfather passed away maybe a few days before. Um, but, you know, I, ju I just thought it was a bad dream, you know, and it was just a dream about me receiving news that he had passed. So when I, when my phone was being blown up, all I could think of was it like, is it my grandfather or is it, you know, my grandmother, a.k.a. mama? And basically, 
I checked them. I never answered the phone, by the way. Like, I, I never answered the phone. Um, I just checked the messages. Like, I, because my whole thinking behind, like, honestly, I'm in, one, I'm in California. Two, it's the middle of the night. Three, I'm in bed. You know, four, I got class in a couple hours. Like, what's, what's going to be the benefit of me picking up? Like, in my gut, I knew that somebody passed. But my whole thinking was, well, why are you, like, what? Okay, what's going to happen when I pick up this phone? And to be real, anytime somebody passes and people are blowing up your phone, they're going to be screaming and crying in your ear on the phone. So mind you, I'm in California, they're in Texas. I can't do anything at that moment. If I pick up this phone, then all I can do is sit there and hear the news while the person is screaming and crying in my ear or just crying in my ear. And then once you hang up, like, what do you do with that? Like, now I can't sleep. You know what I mean? So that's what I was thinking about as they were blowing up my phone. Because by phone call number two or three, I knew something was wrong. But honestly, like, what can what, what can I do at four in the morning all the way in California? You know, and I got class in a couple hours, except lose sleep and be upset. You know, so I chose to not answer. I put my phone on silent and I, I went back to sleep and you know, some people might view that as messed up, but honestly, I would I prefer people to tell me over text because I can't take that whole screaming and crying in my ear because I don't know what to do. Like, I, I don't know what to say except, you know, maybe OK. And like, I don't I don't know what to do because it's like one I don't like people screaming in my ear. And it's it's y'all get what I'm trying to say. So. I didn't pick up the phone. I found out a couple hours before class. I still went to school. Um, I still went to work as normal. You know, my manager was like, you know, dude, what are you doing here? And for me personally, after something like that, I have to keep moving because if I stop moving, then I don't know. Like, I, don't, I just feel like maybe everything would come at me all at once. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know, but I know that all I know is that. I was more afraid of, you know, me losing it if I slowed down and wasn't doing anything, you know, so I had to keep moving. I had to keep working that. And because I live in California, the bills don't pay themselves like bills don't stop because you're grieving which is the sad truth. Um, but, you know, it, it's, yeah, like that was, I don't know, that's just me personally. I don't, yeah, so answering the phone with somebody's past, I'm not gonna do that. Um, yeah. So I'm still dealing with it. You know, it's, it's weird. There's nothing normal about it. And I don't know, like, I just feel like that's that's pretty much all there is to say about that. Like, it changes you. I will say that it changes you. For some people, it changes you maybe for the better. For others, it might take a bigger toll and hopefully not, but change some people for the worse. But I mean, losing somebody that raised you, though, like that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother level of mental that's man. But hey, if you still have your mom around, if you still have both your parents around or one of your parents. Honestly, embrace them love them because they're not here forever and that's the other thing like as a kid even as an adult 
I know it's like it does, it's not logical, but you expect your parents to live forever. Like they just seem immortal. As crazy as that sounds, I feel like I'm not the only one. As crazy as it sounds, like as a kid and even as an adult now, I just felt like my mom was immortal. Uh, immortal, you know. So I don't know. And then. Cause it's like, and I think that's the other thing that makes it when you hear their passing, not just cause they're, they're your parents and they raised you, but you, you kind of clinch on to like, you're going to be here for a long, long time. And you know, when they pass, it's just kind of like you get slapped in the face with reality, you know? And it's just, it's tough, man. It's really tough. So if you're listening to this, you know, and somebody has passed who you miss very much, like I said, it could be anybody, including your pets. My heart goes out to you, you know, and like, I don't know, send me an email. Tell me your story. I would like to hear your guys' story Um, because all you guys are not alone. That's definitely the truth right there i know it feels that way but you're not alone um but i will recommend a book a book that i read um it's called um it's okay that you're not okay by megan divine some of you probably have read this book or heard about it but if you haven't uh i'm gonna recommend that book it definitely helped me she goes more into detail uh, about dealing with death and, you know, she lost her, she lost her husband and, you know, dealing with people like, it's just, it's a really good book. Like she goes more into death about the topic and I can't recommend it, um, more. Once again, the book is called, it's okay that you're not okay by Megan Devine. Um, it's on Amazon. I can't remember how much it is, but one more time, it's called It's Okay That You're Not Okay by Megan Devine. D E V I N E. Um, and that's the other thing. Like, it's okay to say that you're not okay. And that's one of the things she speaks on early on in the book. You know, it's, it's, People are like, hey, are you okay? Do you need anything? And typically your go-to reaction is, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Just taking it day by day. But honestly, if you're not okay, like I said, <clears throat> like I said earlier, process your emotions and let that shit out. Hey, you know what? No, I'm not doing okay. This shit is hard. Like be real with yourself and then be real when people ask you. And honestly, if they actually care, they'll sit and listen to you. If they don't and they're just being nice, it's going to get awkward. But screw them, you know. It's like, if you don't mean it, then don't say it. But yeah, just be real with yourself. If you're not okay, say that shit. You know, hey, you know what? I'm not okay. My mom died. She was my world. Hey, I'm not okay. My dog died. He was my best friend. Hey, you know what? I'm not okay. I lost my best friend. He committed suicide. Or he or she died by cancer. Hey, I'm not okay. My dad died. Like, say that. You know, like, we're too busy trying to hide our emotions and be fake. Man, just put that shit out there. And the people who care will gravitate towards you, you know, and help out the best that they can or you know sometimes you don't need nobody to say anything to you You just need somebody to listen and just to be there just be around you know so you know speak on that shit and really that's all i have to say you know we'll get into the whole society view about death but um that's my advice if you're grieving even if you lost a parent years ago or a close friend or a pet years ago, somebody close to you, process your emotions, you know, let your emotions flow through you and get out. 
Um, second thing, if you're not okay, state that shit. Be real with yourself. And three, you got to find, you know, you just got to find a new way to live because things are not the same. It does take a toll on you. You know, it's like a scar that never heals, you know. A part of you is broken or a part of you has died. That's normal. When death happens, the way you process it, it's different for everybody. But however you process it is normal. Unless you're hurting yourself, then it's not normal. Like, I'm not even being funny. That's that's some real shit. You know, if you feel like you're on the verge of suicide or if you feel like, you know, you want to cut yourself because you lost somebody. I'm going to encourage you to, like, talk to somebody, you know, even if it's a teddy bear, you know, even if you keep a diary, get it out of you. And chances are, if you're contemplating suicide or you're hurting yourself, cutting yourself, chances are you're keeping your emotions pent up. And I'm going to tell you right now, don't do that shit. Let it out. Because honestly, at some point, everybody is going to know what you're going through because we all have to deal with losing somebody. And that's some real shit. Like, don't don't let society and, you know, everybody else get you all, oh, you know, it's been two years. You know, your mom died two years ago. You should be over it. Like, uh, that's all bullshit. Like, it can be five, 20 years from now and you can still be grieving. That's normal. You know, you lost a part of, you know, you lost somebody that was a part of your life, which is essentially a part of you. So however you respond, however you react, it's normal. Unless, like I said, you're trying to hurt yourself or contemplate suicide or any harm to yourself or others, then it's not normal. You know, and if you feel like the grief is too much, and you're not hurting yourself, talk to somebody. Matter of fact, whether you're hurting yourself or not, I encourage you to talk to somebody. You know, it's it's tough. You may cry when you talk. Like, I don't like crying in front of people, but, you know, cry in a car and then go talk to somebody. Cry in your room. And when you feel like you're ready, go talk to somebody. Hell, you could start a podcast and just get it out there just talk talk to somebody talk to a teddy bear talk to a, you know get a dog if you can afford it <laughs> i don't want you getting a dog or cat and going into debt and then say hey chris told me on a christmas podcast i need to get a dog no just i'm telling you to find a way to talk about it and i mean that's really all it comes down to because it does not get easier you just find a new way to live and, you know, and and life goes on until it's your turn, <laughs> until it's your turn to go or until the next death. And I know that's uncomfortable, but it needs to be said. Death is a part of life and it's going to hit everybody at some point. You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but it is what it is. So. Um. This is a deep topic. So before we get into um, before I get into talking about society's views on death and what's wrong with all that. um, And to kind of relax my voice a little bit, we're going to hear a word from uh, my sponsor and then I uh, will be back to talk about the whole society, society's messed up view on death. All right. Word from my sponsor real quick. We just talked about growing in grief, and I hope that made sense to a lot of you. Um, If it didn't, send me a voice message or an email, and I could probably do a separate recording and maybe try to explain a little bit more. Uh, um, Yeah, now we're going to talk about society's views on, you know, grieving and loss. And a lot of you probably already know this, but 
society ignores death like we just because it's such an uncomfortable and awkward thing and depressing thing to talk about like we just don't we don't discuss it it's like it happens and basically everybody expects you to move on and to heal as fast as you can and that's a messed up way of thinking because now you know you have all these people not processing their emotions and that's another thing like society is just for some weird reason so against like showing your emotions i don't get it but it is what it is um yeah like we focus on the birth and you know of course which we should but we as a society focus more on babies being born like we do so many tests of you know trying to see what the baby's going to have before it's born and all this other stuff and what is child development like and you know they do studies and look into that but when it comes to death it's like oh we don't want to touch that like nobody really knows fully knows you know what happens with death you know i know that some people are you know there's some stuff out there but it's not as i don't think it's as detailed and we don't they don't have as many tests and stuff like even though i don't know how you would test some of that stuff but whatever um the point is when it comes to death we kind of breeze over it we don't really look into it much it's kind of like oh he's dead you're grieving the goal is to get over it as fast as you can move on all right next thing and it's like that's that's not a healthy way of of thinking which is why i said before in the last segment that whatever you're feeling you just need to get that out you know and to give people give people their flowers while they're here man and i know almost everybody has heard that before but that's serious like there's no point in giving a full speech of what that person meant to you when they can't hear you. Like it's it's, it's pointless, you know. You're talking to a shell at that point. And it, honestly, I'm not saying like it's fake every time somebody does it, but it comes off as fake because it's like, well, why why didn't you tell that person while they were alive? And I get some people's like, oh, I don't want to be sentimental, but it's like they can't hear you. So who are you? You know, so I just, I don't know. Appreciate people while they're here. Love them, embrace them. Tell them what they mean, why they're here and can interact with you. You know, that way when that time comes, they know. There's that closure. Um, yeah, the other thing is that I know there's this myth about the, what, the five stages of grief where it's like denial, acceptance, and all that other stuff. I can't fully remember all of them, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, I did some more research into that and I actually did that for one of my classes, a uh, social psychology class. And basically the five stages of grief isn't like a concrete thing you have to go through. So the next time one of your friends is like, oh, you're just going through five stages of grief. Like that's, it's not a, it's not meant to be a blueprint guide as to this is how you're supposed to react when a person dies. Even a person who created the five stages said it herself that she regrets even creating that list because now people take it to heart. It wasn't created to be taken literally. She was just, she create. she said she created it to as a, as a way of telling people it's okay what you're feeling it's okay and it's okay to feel this way which is why and with some of the people she worked with this the, those are the patterns that she noticed and so it's like okay well and some people you know denial this that and the other so next time somebody tells you oh yeah you got to go through the five stages of grief that's bullshit that's a myth you could go through one stage in the five stages 
and what you're feeling is completely normal, what you're going through emotionally is completely normal. Or you can skip all five stages. Like they're not concrete. This is what you have to go through to heal type thing. And it was never created to be that. So the next time somebody tries to use that against you and you can look this stuff up, you can Google it yourself. Um, the next time somebody tries to tell you like, this is the way it's like, no, it's not the way. And if they try to argue, argue with you on it, just whip out Google real quick, pull it up. Um, yeah, because the creator herself, the, the, the lady, I forgot her name, who created it, she's been quoted saying that she regrets even creating that list because people take it to heart and take it like, oh, we're literally supposed to go through this. And if you have a therapist or a friend who's telling you, oh, you're not going through this list, you're grieving wrong. Or your healing wrong is full of shit. There's no such thing as grieving or healing right or wrong. Um, everybody grieves and heals in their own way. Like that's hopefully your therapist isn't telling you that if you are seeing a therapist, but if they are, you can call them out on that. Um, because like if you really think about it, like everybody's different everybody processes emotions differently so why would somebody try to attach one way of doing something to everybody like no that's just the it's just the guide to say like hey if you feel denial it's okay it's a part of your process if you feel acceptance at the end that's okay because that worked for you now not everybody's going to experience all those stages. Some people experience them out of order, but there is no real order. They're just five, five patterns of grief, I guess you would technically call it. But yeah, like you grieve your own way. And, you know, we don't, it's just, I don't, there's a lot of like uncomfortable topics in society, but I'm going to just stick to grief right now and death. Whatever you're, if you're dealing with that right now. And I can't stress this enough, and I know you're probably going to be annoyed with me saying it, but process your emotions the way you feel is best. Get that shit out of you. Do what you need to do to heal just a little bit or to make it to the next day. Because there is no surefire solution to grieving and dealing with death. There's just not. Because it's up to you individually to process it the way you need to process it. Now, I do discourage, even though you're going to feel like you don't want to be around anybody, I'm going to try to discourage you to be alone for too long. It's okay to be alone. I'm not saying like always be around people, but for me, I would say try to be with people in moderation because sometimes all you need to do is be around somebody that you know cares about you. Like you guys don't have to go to a bar or a club or party. It could just be you go to a friend's house or a friend comes over to your house and you guys watch Netflix together, you know, or Hulu or whatever, or you go or, you know, you guys go out to the movies, you know, or go to the movies by yourself. I do it. That still counts as being around people. I'm just saying, like, don't lock yourself up in the house because it's easy. It's easy not to want to be around people. And that's another reason why I still went to work besides the bills. Um, after hearing about my mom passing is that while you're around people, it's, it kind of stabilizes you a little bit, if that makes sense. Like it gives you a, it keeps you from going to a dark, dark place, you know? So yeah, I would have to encourage you to be around somebody, not just anybody. You can be picky as you want, but just pick one. It, it can just be one person. Pick somebody to be around 
watch some Netflix, go to the movies. Hell, it could be going to the museum or, you know, going to the park, like whatever it is, no matter how small, you know, just just get out and do a little bit, you know, go to the beach or something or, you know, whatever it is. You can even invite a friend over just to color in a coloring book. But yeah, like there's no 100 percent way to grieve. And that's the myth society has, like, honestly, and you don't fully heal from a death. You know, you just find a new way to live. And that's that's pretty much it. Like, embrace people while they're here. Tell them tell them you love them while they're here. You know, if you had a falling out with somebody, I mean, I'm still working. I'm not perfect. I'm still working on that myself. Like. Honestly, I'm all about being as honest with you guys as I can. So I'll share a little bit about my life. Like, I don't have a great relationship with my real parents. Like, you know, my dad's a military man. You know, I don't really I'm working on forgiveness and stuff like that. So. Um, me personally, like, I don't know, I get it, but yeah, give people their flowers while they're here. Cause once they're gone, depending on what you believe, they're gone, at least on earth, they're gone, depending on what you believe. Um, but yeah, and I had a supernatural even if you don't believe this, like this is just, I believe, like I said, I believe in the supernatural. I believe in the spiritual world and all that stuff. So for me, um, I have a story about, all right, I'm gonna just put it this way. If you don't believe in a spiritual world at all, if you're just like a non-believer and you're like, yeah, no, I guess you could turn the podcast off right here. Um, like I'm still struggling on if I should even share this story or not. I don't know if I'll share the actual story, but I'll, I'll say this after my mom passed, I did see her not the same day, not, you know, when I, not even, uh, when I went down, flew down to Texas for the funeral, but like maybe two weeks after the funeral, something like that. Um, I saw her again and we had a conversation. If you would like to hear that story, um, it's not a very long story. Um, I'll tell you what, if you, if you would like to hear that story and you believe in the spiritual world too, then, um, I don't know. I I'll, I might I'll I might make another not a full episode but like I'll include a separate recording and give that story but only if enough people actually want it. Um Yeah. That happened. So it was a uh, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, if you would like that story, send me an email or send me a voice message and let me know if you would like to hear that story. Um, or if it's for any other reason, send me a voice message or a uh, email and I'll play it and read it here on the podcast episode. Um, yeah, gotta encourage you guys tune into the tune into the conversation, be a part of the conversation. If there's any topic you would like to hear any shout outs, anything you want my opinion on something, let me know. Um, I would like to hear you, your, you know, you guys's uh, stories out there. You know, I love to hear stories and people's backgrounds and stuff like that. So yeah, let me know. Um, but uh, yeah, I want to thank you guys for tuning in on this uh, <laughs> 
I kind of took a, well, I'm, you know, I'm not going to associate death with dark anymore. A deep turn because it is a deep topic, but death doesn't have to be the end. Um, yeah, I want to thank you for listening. Um, if you support me, if you like my podcast so far, thank you so much. Shout out to you. Um, yeah. Uh, there was something else I wanted to say and I already forgot, but I will reiterate. I suggest a book called It's Okay That You're Not Okay by Megan Devine. It's a good book if you're going through grief, dealing with a with the loss of a loved one or a close one, and it'll help you. Just trust me, it'll help you. Um, I know uh, some reviews on Amazon have stated that, oh, she's comparing deaths and they tuned out after she started doing that. Let me clarify on that. When she talks about that, she's not saying one death is better over the other, but what she was getting at is the death of a mother will have a different reaction or a different feel than the death of a friend. And that makes sense because I've lost friends, like I said, to suicide and cancer. And my mom passed away. And I can tell you firsthand, the feeling is completely different. Granted, yes, at the end of the day, it's a death and it sucks and it hurts. But losing a mother, and you may not agree with me on that, and it's like, I understand, but losing a mother versus losing a friend, I get what she was trying to say, is it's different. There is a difference. Just like how, but also again, maybe to some people it's the same. And I think that's where... um, some people have the issue but for some people which yeah you know what yeah for some people it is the same and I'll put it this way for others it's not for me personally it's not the same but for you or another listener it might be the same like losing your mom and then losing a pet or losing you know your dad and then losing a friend is on the same level feeling wise, then, you know, that's okay. But, you know, for some people like me, like losing a friend and then losing a mom, you know, those are one was a deeper feeling than another. Like, don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, I was still sad. I was still traumatized. I was still hurt by both deaths, but it's, you know, a friend versus a mom is kind of one is one is always a little bit deeper than the other. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's just that's it. Like if you go on Amazon and read some of the reviews and you see that, don't be scared by that. Um, That's that's what she was trying to say. Um, But, yeah, I highly recommend that book. Thank you for listening. Send in those voice messages here on Anchor. Um, Send me emails at cjmoss92 at gmail.com. And you can also, oh, follow me on Instagram. You'll get updates and that's where my uh, email is also posted. So be a part of the conversation. Let your friends know, you know, review me on iTunes or whatever else sites you can leave reviews on. And um, hey, I can't wait to check out if you're doing a podcast. Let me know and I'll check yours out, too. Thank you for tuning in. Catch you guys in episode six. Signing off.